The message of Christmas is the message of the gospel. Christ came to earth to make a way for man to come to God. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study what God says about the birth of His Son. I have on my desk right now a book of famous Christmas sermons. Some are given by men that you've heard of, and some are given by people perhaps you've never heard their name, but they're, they're amazing Bible messages. But can I suggest to you today that the Apostle Paul himself preached some of the greatest Christmas messages of all time? Uh, for example, there's 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9 that says that though he, Christ, was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. And then there's Galatians 4.4, 4, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Or how about Philippians 2 verse 7, But made Himself of no reputation, and took upon Him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. I bring you to another one of Paul's great Christmas messages today. It's found in 1 Timothy. And it's interesting, but it's 1 Timothy 3.16. It's one of the great 3.16s of the Bible. We know John 3.16 very well. But this 3.16 in 1 Timothy is another one of the great summaries of the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, 1 Timothy 3.16 may be as all-encompassing a verse as you'll find about the earthly ministry of Christ. Listen to the words of it. 1 Timothy 3 verse 16, Paul writes, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. I love these words, without controversy. In other words, there's no doubt about it. The devil brings question marks. God brings periods and exclamation points. He brings certainty. Now, what do we know without controversy? Now, there's a long list here we'll walk through in just a moment. But it's interesting to me to see uh, these, uh, these couples that God puts together, uh, these uh, dual truths side by side. For example, the Bible says God was manifest in the flesh. That's His humanity. Then it says, though He was justified in the Spirit, that's His deity. He was seen of angels. That's a view from heaven. He was preached unto the Gentiles. That's a view from earth. He was believed on in the world. That's for this time. He was received up into glory. That's for all eternity. You see, it's beautiful to see uh, the, the breadth of the truth that is given in this one verse of 1 Timothy 3 and verse 16. But here's the phrase I want to draw your attention to. The Bible says this, God was manifest in the flesh. Would you pause and consider that phrase for just a moment? God was manifest in the flesh. The word manifest literally means to be revealed. That's exactly what God did in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. He revealed Himself. Would you like to know God? Would you like to see God? Would you like to hear God? Then you must do so through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the perfect revelation of God Himself. Uh, that's why one of the names for Jesus found in the Gospel according to John 
is that He is the Word. What is a word? It's the perfect expression of thought. It is the expression of the mind. It is the expression of what's on the inside. Would you like to know God? Would you like to know what He's thinking? Would you like a glimpse into His heart? Then, friend, look to Jesus because God was manifest in the flesh. This suggests several things to me. First of all, may I say this to you, this is a mystery. That's what the Bible says in John 3, or 1 Timothy 3, verse 16, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. It is a mystery. Now, when we use the word mystery in the Bible, when the Holy Spirit uses it, it doesn't mean that this is some puzzle, this is something that is purposefully hidden. As a matter of fact, it means the exact opposite. It means that it was a sacred secret that has now been revealed. It is something that was previously not understood, but God manifested. God revealed it. And the mystery is this, that Jesus Christ was all God and yet all man. You would see this mystery all of His life. Uh, would, you, would you look at Him for just a moment? Here He is, born of a woman. Uh, there you see Him as a man. And yet, He has no earthly father. He's conceived of the Holy Ghost. Now you see Him as God. Uh, you see Him tempted. All right, that's Him as a man. And yet he came through the temptation without ever sinning. He's perfect and sinless. Now you see him as God. He's asleep in the hinder part of a ship. He's all man. And yet he stands up in the midst of that same ship, in the midst of that same storm, and says, Peace be still, and the winds and seas obey him. Now you see him as God. He stands in a cemetery and he weeps. He weeps over Lazarus. His heart is broken. But the next moment he cries, Lazarus, come forth. And a dead man came out of that grave. Now you see him as God. He's thirsty, sitting by a well, weary from his travel. That's a picture of him in his humanity. He's all man. And yet he turns right around and offers to a woman at that well living water, eternal life. Only God can do that. He sits down and he eats supper with his disciples. He's all man. He turns around and feeds 5,000 people with one boy's lunch. He's all God. He cries from the cross, I thirst. And then he cries, it is finished. We get a glimpse into both his humanity and his deity. If you look at the way he died, you see him as a man. He bled. He suffered. He died. But if you see the way he rose from the dead, bodily, victorious, in glory, friend, you see him as God. He's not 50% man and 50% God, friend. He's a hundred percent man and a hundred percent God. He is the perfect man and perfect God, and that is a mystery. It's something I cannot fully express or explain, but we accept it by faith because God revealed it. God was manifest in the flesh. We'll walk through the rest of this verse in our next study, but I hope today you'll ponder on this thought that God loved you so much, loved the world so much, he wanted to reveal Himself, and He did so not by sending some messenger, any messenger. No, He came to us Himself. God was manifest in the flesh. Do you personally know the Lord Jesus Christ? It is our prayer that you will trust Him and obey Him. May you and your family have a truly God-blessed Christmas. To make a year-end tax-deductible gift to this work and to find helpful resources to begin the new year, 
visit us online today at scottpauley.org.